Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 235 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our study of August the 17th to August 23rd, Helaman 1-6, to The Rock of Our Redeemer. And today we're going to focus in on the section titled, I Can Be Sanctified As I Yield My Heart to God, covered in Helaman 3, to 20, verses 24-35. to 35. So yeah, today is a bit of a shorter section uh, and we are moving on from looking at this in depth in this pride cycle that we see very much so revolving around and around throughout these chapters. Uh, and we're looking at how um, we can learn again, really how we can get ourselves out of this pride cycle. And it all comes through yielding our hearts to God, being humble uh, and uh, inviting him uh, to, to lead and guide our lives uh, to keep us humble rather than having to be humbled by external circumstances, I suppose. Uh, I'm going to go first of all to Helaman 3 verse 29, because I think this is where it begins to talk about how we begin this sanctification process. Uh, It says, Yea, we see that whosoever will may lay hold upon the word of God, which is quick and powerful, which shall divide asunder all the cunning and snares and all the wiles of the devil, and lead the man of Christ in a straight and narrow course across that everlasting gulf of misery, which is prepared to engulf the wicked. I think that um, this is part. This is where it begins. The word of God divides the snares, the wile, the cunning, the snares, and the wiles of the, of the devil. Uh, and so, you know, if we are to begin to yield our hearts to God, then we need to do something. We need to act. We need to listen and read and and bring into our hearts the word of God, because if we don't do that, if we don't act and seek to to have our hearts yielded to God through this, then, well, it's not going to happen. You know, I think that sometimes people may think, oh, you know, I'll just carry on doing my life. And, um, you know, if I get a a revelation or if I get a prompt, then I'll, I'll listen to it when it comes. But actually, that's not how revelation works. We need to work at it we need to prepare our hearts to be able to receive uh, the the sanctification of god that to receive the holy ghost uh, and so this is an important stage of the process uh, and we see uh, that the people of the nephites at this stage were doing this and so in verse 31 it says and in this year there was a continual rejoicing in the land of zarahemla and in all the regions round about even in all the land which was possessed by the nephites So at this stage, they were yielding their hearts to God. They were being sanctified by his spirit because they were doing this. Um, President Russell M. Nelson taught about the importance of keeping our covenants and the blessings that come. He said, quote, the covenant that the Lord first made to Abraham and reaffirmed to Isaac and Jacob is of transcendent significance. We are also children of the covenant. We have received, as did they of old, the holy priesthood and the everlasting gospel. Abraham, Isaac and Jacob are, are our ancestors. We are of Israel. We have the right to receive the gospel, blessings of the priesthood and eternal life. Nations of the earth will be blessed by our efforts and by the labours of our posterity. The literal seed of Abraham and those who are gathered into his family by adoption receive these promised blessings predicated upon obedience to his commandments. Close quote. These covenants are vital uh, to having our hearts yielded to God. So, you know, taking taking in and, and um, hold upon the word of God, rely on, uh, keep our covenants and renew our covenants. And all of these things will help us to to begin this process of sanctifying our hearts. 
And once we begin that process through laying hold upon the word of God and keeping and renewing sacred covenants, then what what then what happens? Well, in verses, um, well, we see in verse 32, there was great peace and exceedingly great joy in the Nephites when they started to do this. Um, but then um, we see that in verse 34, we start to go through this pride cycle again. And we talked about this before. But uh, I want to focus in on a couple of things that said in verses 34 and 35. It says, and they were lifted up in pride, even to the persecution of many of their brethren. Now, this was a great evil, which had caused the more humble part of the people to suffer greater persecutions and to wade through much affliction. I think that um, one of the ways that we yield our hearts to God is doing that, doing those same things of holding fast the word of God and keeping and making receiving uh, saving covenants. Um even through times of difficulty, just as the more humble part of the Nephites did uh, at this time. Uh, Stanley G. Ellis said this, quote, At one point, some people of Book of Mormon people suffered great affliction, persecutions and much affliction. How did they react? They did fast and pray oft and did wax stronger and stronger in their humility and firmer and firmer in their faith of Christ until the filling their souls with joy and consolation. Another example occurred after years of war. Because of the exceedingly great length of the war between the Nephites and the Lamanites, many be, had become hardened, and many were softened because of their afflictions, insomuch they did humble themselves before God. We each choose our reaction to hard. Close quote. So I think this is perhaps the, the final piece that, he, that uh, is being taught here by Mormon, by explaining this pride cycle, but at this stage where the sanctification happened before the pride began, began to set in with the less humble part of the people, is that through difficulties and trials and through good times and peaceful times, the people relied on the Lord, uh, and that is what helped them to stay humble. Uh, those people that did not do that, they 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 are the ones that succumbed to pride and started to to move away from the um, the sanctification in their hearts. Uh, in verse thirty five, um, it says what Stanley G. Ellis said, but then it also adds at the end, "Yea, even to the purifying and the sanctification of their hearts, which sanctification cometh because of their yielding their hearts to unto God." Um, so we see here that the yielding of their hearts came once they had held on fast to the word of God, they had made and kept sacred covenants, sacred covenants, and they were also able to do so through true trials and tribulations, as well as during through times of peace and comfort. Um, Monty S. Nyman said this, quote, The persecution and affliction came from within the church, but the formula to turn these negative conditions into a growth pattern is given to us by Mormon. The first of the three-step formula is to fast and pray often. The second step of the formula is to become stronger in humility. The third step of the formula is to become firmer in the faith of Christ. Through the above formula, the people's hearts were purified and sanctified. Thus, the persecutions and the afflictions, although difficult to endure, brought them to rely on the Lord and helped them become firmer in their conviction. Close quote. And I think that rounds it off really nicely, actually. That, you know, here we learn that because they were, they relied on the Lord, because they kept themselves close to the Lord, they were able to receive his sanctification and make it through those difficult times. Now, this, well, we've spoken about the sanctification before, and I think that uh, it's difficult to kind of put it into words, really, just how you feel when you are being sanctified by the Spirit. But, um, you know, I think that it's, it's a wonderful blessing to be able to to receive that um and 
I suppose it reminds me of a quote, which I, which is one of my favourite quotes, uh, and it's one that um, I have kept uh, kind of in my records so I can refer back to it because it, it, it just gives me a lot of peace and comfort. It's by President Henry B. Eyring, and he said this, quote, I cannot promise you a miracle, but I can promise you this. You will feel the influence of the Holy Ghost helping you, and you will feel approval. And you will know that for at least those minutes, the power of the Holy Ghost was with you, and you will know the same healing came into your soul. For the Spirit will not dwell in an unclean tabernacle. His influence cleanses. Not only is your feeling the influence of the Holy Ghost a sign that the atonement, the cure for sin, is working in your life, but you'll also know that a preventative against sin is working. Close quote. We are sanctified as we receive as we receive the the influence and the promptings and guidance and blessings of the Holy Ghost in our lives, and it's through this sanctification that we can f- feel more ready and humbled uh, if we will remember to recognize those promptings and feelings when they come. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study session. Join us tomorrow as we conclude Helaman chapters one to six. We'll be looking at Nephi and Lehi's experience in prison um, and how our faith can be strengthened by the evidences that we receive. Um, please do join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. There is always things to read on there. Uh, I've had a few, a couple of comments this week from others about what they've studied and their thoughts on what I've shared. So I'd love to hear some more people's thoughts on what they've been studying on that Facebook group. You can also email Session at gmail.com if you'd like to join me uh, in a future podcast episode via Zoom. It'd be great to get uh, some other people studying with me uh, and hearing some other voices in this podcast so that we can share and learn together and be and edify one another. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.